Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DiLorenzo, your co-host along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about what happens when there is a lack of clarity on which days you are to initiate sex. This is going to be a good one. This is one taken straight out of uh, Tony and Elisa's life. And before we get to that, let's... Live, man. This started. This is like last night. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Take it out of our lives. So we're going to have a lot of fun with this. And, and just as we start today's show... You know I like to start with a quote. It's not often that I pull something that I've actually said... But the other day I was having this email exchange with someone and you know, every once in a while I type something and I think, oh wow, that's exactly what I need to share with everybody. And here it is, guys. It's Sex is not one more thing on the to-do list. You know, we all have them. We all have that to-do list in our head, you know, and a lot of times in marriage, sex falls at the bottom. Sex is not one more thing on the to-do list. Rather, it's one of the most important things to do your marriage. And as we talk about getting clarity on whose day it is to initiate and things like that, I want you to really think about that, that it's, if you shift your mindset, your whole marriage will shift. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a pretty powerful idea that you guys can incorporate this week. And we got this amazing hug on Facebook and you guys, you can send us hugs on Facebook. You can send them to us. Uh, You can call in. We love getting them. Tony always reads the number at the beginning of the show, 858-876-5663. You can put your five-star rating with a review up on iTunes. You can put it on Stitcher. If you put it up there, we will find it. Mm -hmm. And we read lots of them on this show. So from John and Olivia, we got married almost seven months ago. And as a newlywed, I can say there is no playbook or instruction manual to prepare you for this thing called marriage. I think we've said that once or twice. Yep. I just wanted to message you guys and say thank you for what you guys do. You are making a difference in people's lives. In my own relationship with my wife, you have helped us become more open with each other and talk about things and subjects we never thought about. Awesome. I came home the other day to find this note on my wife's whiteboard. We love your podcast and are getting so much out of it. Keep up the good work. And he sent us a picture of her whiteboard. And the first thing was finish Dave, Dave Ramsey's book. Finish Dave Ramsey's book. And the second thing was listen to One Extraordinary Marriage podcast. That's pretty good company. Typically, like on iTunes and things like that, we're right behind Dave Ramsey. So it's not surprising that he's number one and we're there number two. So John and Olivia, we wish you the best on your marriage. Thank you for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage show. And thank you for sharing 
how much it's impacting your young marriage. Mm-hmm. And hats off to you for plugging in, guys, and getting these your marriage and your finances on track from the beginning. Yeah. That is wonderful. Another thing that happened this week is we actually got a voicemail from a listener. And we don't usually do these back-to-back, but it was something that because we're heading into the fall, a lot of churches are starting to do small groups or looking at what they're going to do for small groups. Small group leaders are trying to figure out what their fall curriculum is going to be and that type of thing. And so I want you to hear this voicemail um, from a listener. Finally have gotten my stripped down small group study going uh, at my church. And uh, it's a little bummed the first week. Only one other couple came out. But the second week we had three other couples and uh, it was a really you know, great discussion. Um, so my prayer the whole time through has been that the people who really need to hear this pod, you know, who really need to hear the messages uh, come out and are led to us. And so it seems like that's happening. So I just wanted to thank you guys for all that you do. And um, just uh, say a prayer for us in this small group that uh, that lives are changed. Thanks a lot for everything, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Awesome. That is so rad. I I just dig it that you know here's somebody going out and going, hey, lives need to be changed. Mm-hmm. Marriages need to be impacted, and even though one couple only showed up that first session, more showed up the next one. And we will be praying for you guys throughout the duration of your small group. And to all the small group leaders out there, we've been there. Oh, yes, we only, have. We've, we've done events where only one or two couples have shown up. So we understand what that's like. And from the bottom of our hearts, we so appreciate you hanging in there and going to week two. Stripped Down is a great book for those of you that have read it or you know are interested in a small group study. Stripped Down is a great book. It's very easy to um, break into sections. And so you can do, you know, one or two chapters every week. And, you know, it's fall. Everybody's going back to school. What a great way to get your marriage on track um, heading into the holidays and things like that. So, As Tony said at the start of the show, you know, we're going to talk today about what happens when there's a lack of clarity in the days that you initiate. And this is all, this all comes off of our intimacy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who are just jumping on to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, welcome. We are excited to have you part of the one family for clarity purpose and to to get sort of the the prequel to what we're talking about today if you haven't already go to episode 140 scheduling sex it's one extraordinary marriage.com slash scheduling sex and that's going to give you the big picture of what the intimacy lifestyle is then come back to here for those of you who've been listening and and those of you who are doing it many of you are doing the intimacy lifestyle have taken what we've shared and gone, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And we want to do it. Here's the thing though. We know you run into issues. We run into issues. So let's share one of those issues is when who's supposed to initiate when you've had some things change up or you're not too sure what's going on. Maybe, you know, period happened or life events happen. And now you're sort of like in limbo going, who's initiating? Am I supposed to be? Are you supposed to be? So that's what we're going to be discussing here today. Because here's the thing. When Tony and I started the intimacy lifestyle, are we at five years now for the intimacy lifestyle? I was trying to think this through. I think it's five years. When we started five years ago, we had, we had it set, you know, 
pretty much in stone. I say there aren't a lot of things set in stone, but our intimacy lifestyle days work. Tony was Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Saturday was the bonus day or the day of rest, however you wanted to view it on any given week. And about the beginning of this year, I think it was probably when I came back from Kenya, I kind of got this bee in my bonnet and said, hey, I want, I want your days. I want to switch. Like, I just want to see if life looks different at the beginning of the week as opposed to the end of the week. And, you know. Oh, it's different. <laughs> Guys, you're in for a treat today. He, he is oh, fired up and ready to talk about this. Because apparently me working at the beginning of the week and what I mean by working is those being my days to initiate hasn't been working so well. And I think it's just because we've had this like little period where I like we were traveling and then I got my period. I think that's more of what it is, but we're going to go with Elisa's not carrying her weight. And and I think this started well before that. Well before that. Well, all I know is that Tony has been very confused. So confused. In fact, that we've done a couple of interviews lately where we've been discussing the intimacy lifestyle. And he keeps saying in the middle of these interviews, my days are Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And I, I like look at him every time going, no, your days are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then we had a situation yesterday and even last Sunday where on Sundays, Tony is starting to initiate. And I mean, last Sunday I was on the verge of getting my period. So I was kind of like all over the place mentally anyway, not because of my period, just because I was trying to calculate days. Guys, this is not an excuse to say, well, Lisa says she's a little loopy before she gets her period. No, that's not what Lisa said. And then yesterday, Tony was, you know, had made some overtures during the day about having sex. And I was like, okay, you know, he's, he's kind of... I don't know if they were really that early in the day. They were after dinner. Yes, after dinner. Okay. And in our kitchen, sort of, you know, getting the kitchen cleaned up. Kids are doing their own thing. Because the kitchen is the most romantic room in the house. It is. Haven't been there yet. But here was the thing that... I was making some moves and going, okay, I'm going to just sort of, hey, baby doll, knowing that you, and you, you came back going, yeah, like, yeah, let's do this tonight. So when we get into bed, that is when I'm waiting for you to start moving forward. So I think what we want to share here is that this happens and it may be happening to you as well. And you're getting a little confused on what do we need to be doing? And we ran into this today. But even though last night, I'm going to say last night we ended up making love. It was a wonderful, wonderful love making session. And yet today we needed to come together and just get some clarity on what's happening. Because last night it didn't really feel fun for me for a bit because I was really not knowing, are we going to do something or do I just go to sleep? And this is real life guys. You know, we never come before you on these microphones and say, we're the perfect couple that's got it all figured out and never has any issues. And we never want you to, to view us in that light. I mean, we'll be completely transparent with you. But, you know, sometimes we screw up the intimacy lifestyle. And here's the number one thing that really has 
it, having done this for as long as we have, I think the number one thing was is we have been doing me being Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, at least a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. When that change happened at the beginning of the year, I don't think we gave ourselves enough understanding of what that looks like. Like we really didn't switch and fully embrace that. I still felt like I always sort of slipped back into wanting to just take my days, which were Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And then I would just let Elisa take care of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And, but there were times when Elisa wouldn't do anything on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So then I would initiate again. That was the first mistake I think we made in this. And a lot of it boils down to this was something that I wanted. And when I brought it up to Tony, we didn't discuss, like even starting the intimacy lifestyle five years ago, we really had to sit down and discuss what does that look like in our marriage? Mm -hmm. What are the, you know, what does that mean? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, what does that mean? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, what, you know, twice a week, what does that mean? What? And so we discussed all of that. And so me just deciding, and I wrote it up to Tony. It wasn't like I just, you know, rolled over in bed one Sunday and said, the next three days are mine. We had some conversation on it, but this is one of those things that, you know, there's so many things in our marriages to discuss. There are so many things that need attention. And sometimes, and I'm sure you've run into this too, you don't really dig deep into some of these areas. And that's what happened here. We just kind of assumed, okay, yeah, we can do this. We can switch those days. No problem. Like It doesn't need discussion. It doesn't. And that was, where, uh, that was our stand. It doesn't need discussion. It's really interesting though, because looking at who you guys are individually and your personalities and, and how you guys interact with each other, picking these days is really important. Because what we found out and have come to the conclusion is that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, it's the beginning of the week. Things are going. And for Elisa, it's like, wow, there's a lot on my plate. I need to, I need to take care of this stuff. Same here. There's a lot on my plate as well. And yet for me, the weekend is is really a restful time. I feel that I, I'm able to step back and and rest and do what I need to do. So initiating earlier in the week, I like it. It, it, it to me, it's like, wow, I have my energy and I want to be able to initiate when it gets to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, personally, I just feel like I'm getting a little more worn out as the week goes on. Things are piling up Saturday. Typically, you know, I'm thinking, Hey, I want to go do a bike ride. So to, really leave initiating on a Friday night doesn't work for me. And that's not something that we were necessarily aware of. I, I don't think we were aware of before we decided to change our days. I think, right. you know, it was very arbitrary that when we first picked our days, you know, we we're like, okay, we got to divide up seven days. Let's just, you know, boom, go. And hadn't given a lot of thought. And now that we're, now that we're evaluating this and that's, that's a big part of, the takeaway from this episode is that 
when you change things, change is good. You guys mm-hmm. have heard us talk about, you know, change of scenery, change of positions. We, we talk about change. Sometimes you have to evaluate how that change is impacting your marriage. Right. Just because we chose to change doesn't mean that we can't go back. In our case, the change has not been good. It has not had the, it's not been bad. It just hasn't worked the way we expected it to. Right. It, 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 it just hasn't worked. And, and that's okay to say that. It's okay to say, you know what? We've given it probably close to six months. Well, we're in August. We're, so Okay. Yeah. Probably by months. the time I came back from Kenya and mm-hmm. got oh, caught yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. It's probably six about six, months. seven months. So, you know, here's the thing. We didn't just change it. And then after a week be like, oh, that doesn't work. You know, let's go back. You know, we really have tried. And in this process of trying something new, we've discovered some things about one another. You know, we've discovered that, yes, I probably do like the end of the week a little bit better. He's Tony's right. I do kind of get into the flow of my week and I'm like, okay, the week's kind of winding down. I can, you know, pick up the sex life. Vice versa, he at the beginning of the week is like, I'm ready to go. I've got a lot on my plate. Sex is a great release. You know, boom. I don't have to think about it before my big rides on the weekend. That can be Elisa's thing. And so we have these rhythms to our marriage that we weren't even necessarily aware of. Right. And, and, and you do too. Mm-hmm. And so if you're, if you're doing the intimacy lifestyle or you're looking at doing it, you may be vice versa right now. Like, you're struggling on those days when you have to initiate. So this may be the time when you guys do sit down, have a better conversation than Elisa and I did. Talk about this a little bit deeper than the way we did in that go, you know what? Let's switch this up. You know, I feel like at the end of the week, I'm worn out. I'm the low desire spouse as it is. And come the end of the week or whenever you guys feel, you know, whatever your end week is, I'm not there. But I notice that you are. So can we switch these around? And then this way, hey, you're opening up that conversation. Mm -hmm. For us, it's the same thing. Last night was awesome. Today, though, we had to sit down and talk about it a little bit because I was feeling like, again, I'm always having to initiate. And so it goes back to going, okay, Lisa, let's get back to where we were before, if that works for you. And then that way we can start understanding again how and when we're both initiating. And this is part of the process of married life. Guys, you know, the that whole quote that I opened with, the one that I stuck in that email and I've posted on Instagram, and I think it's probably up on Facebook too, that sex is not, you know, just another thing on the to-do list. It's one of the most important things that you can do on your marriage. I mean that. That physical connection that only the two of you can have with one another, it's one of the most important things that you can do. Mm-hmm. So you've got to figure out your sexual rhythms you've got to figure out whose day it is to initiate Uh you know what days are better for you what days are lousy and you know if you know that there are some days that you know every week that it's just not good for you to initiate on that day then guess what it's probably better for your spouse to have that day or days don't hold on to them with an iron fist 
Okay, just because you've tried something, but really try. Okay, so many times I get on the phone with people and they're like, yeah, we tried it. And I'm like, well, how long did you try it for? A week, two weeks. It didn't work for us. I will tell you as a coach, if you told me that you tried something for two weeks, I'm sitting here going, no, no, a month, two months. Because how do you know where, how do you know where the glitches are? Uh How do you know, how do you become aware of your cycles of energy and rest, neat periods of rest? How do you become aware of how the two of you relate to one another when you're trying to schedule sex, when you're trying to get creative? For those of you that, you know, because I had somebody tell me today, well, you know, I'd like to bring up the, the intimacy lifestyle to my husband, but well, you know, he's, he's not going to go for that scheduling stuff. He doesn't like no scheduling. And I said, okay, you know, I'm going to ask you the question I ask everybody. Cause I know that the problem is that you guys want it to be spontaneous, that, that you don't want to get locked into this, you know, system. And so we talked about the fact that yes, her husband carries a calendar. Guess what? So do I. So do Tony. So do probably 99% of you listening to this podcast right now. It's important. It goes on the calendar. Your sex life should be on a calendar. I'm not saying you have to write, have sex with my wife on your calendar, but mentally it should be on every calendar you have. Yeah. And I would, and we would both love to hear from those of you who have began to implement the intimacy lifestyle and what days are yours. So call us at 858-876-5663. It's a quick one. You could just say your names if you want to, or just say, Hey, Tony and Elisa, we do the intimacy lifestyle. I, the husband do, I, the husband take, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and my wife takes Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Or if you guys do once a week, Hey, I take the first and third week of the month and my wife takes or my husband takes the second and fourth week of the month. We'd love to hear from you guys. And most importantly, the one family wants to hear from you because that shows and shares the different ways that all of us make this work Mm -hmm. in our marriages, which are so unique. That's the thing. Not everybody does the intimacy lifestyle, the way that Tony and Elisa do the intimacy lifestyle. And I don't want those of you listening to this podcast thinking there's only one right way to do this. Right. And we figured that out after six months of, of trying a different way. You know, we have learned from each other. Yesterday just happened to be the apex of the, okay, we really need to talk about this because it's frustrating us and this isn't supposed to be a frustration for either of us. This is supposed to be a time of joy and comfort and excitement. Mm -hmm. So if we're getting to a point where I'm frustrated and I'm wondering if she's going to initiate or not or what have you, or she's going well, you know, if I don't do anything, Tony will just make it happen. Well, that's not good. So we need to discuss it. We need to talk about it. And we have to go, okay, we had it working well before. We need to just get back to there mm-hmm. and then start making our fine tweaks so we understand each other again. How are you initiating? This goes on and on and on. This doesn't just 
end one conversation. It's a continuous dialogue that happens just like any other dialogue we have with our spouse. It happens. It becomes normal vocabulary, normal conversation. And for many of you, I'm not saying, hey, you're doing this around the kids or wherever. This is your intimate times. Hey, maybe you're just taking a shower together and you're just talking a little bit about it. We don't have these big state of our marriage conversations about this. This is, hey, let's just sit down. We have, a, we have 10, 15 minutes. Let's just talk about this real quick. And then we come back to it when we need. And what Tori just said right there, that's a huge key for your marriage. When you build these conversations into the fabric of your relationship, they don't all have to become state of our marriage conversations. Mm-hmm. You, you, you weave them into the conversation. You make it okay to talk about your sex life away from the bedroom and right before you're having sex. Mm-hmm. Because that's when a lot of you, that's the only time you talk about sex. Like, I want to do this tonight. Or are we having sex? And that's the extent of your sexual conversation. What I hope you're hearing from what Tony and I are relating about our experience and how this transpired over the last 24 hours is that there wasn't a lot of emotional energy built up in Tony going, wow, I'm so frustrated and rah, 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 you know, and, and, you know, this morning calling me up on his way to work. We need to talk about our sex life and, you know, this very angry or hostile conversation it was more like this afternoon we were sitting there talking around the the table outside watching the kids in the pool they're all splashing around you know giving each other a hard time and and he just looks at me he goes you know we got to talk about this initiating thing and and what days are whose and this and that and and we actually started kind of going into what would eventually evolve into the show but at the same time, we did. Yeah, you know, we started when we were talking about. It, I'm like, you know, what, let's just save it for the show because we don't want to talk through everything. But it was just, it was comfortable because we've built it into who we are as a couple. And, and some of you are struggling with this area of your marriage. I mean, you're struggling bringing up the intimacy lifestyle. You're struggling with, you know, talking about sex. You know, all of these different components. You're sitting there going, Elisa and Tony, I would love to even be able to have a conversation like this with my husband or wife. But I don't know where to get started. I don't know what to do. And if that's you, then you really need to check out he zigs, she zags, get your communication on the same path. You know, if if this is an area that you struggle with, because that program, that program is going to walk you through how to do this how to have a conversation about any of the tough topics. I mean, we're not just talking about sexual intimacy. That's what we've been focused on today. But let's face it, talking about finances, that's a big one. Some of you are shaking your heads yes right now, like, ooh, that's where we get stuck. Mm-hmm. Some of you are dealing with the kids or dealing with your parents. And, or spiritual leadership. Or spiritual leadership. I mean, there are all these different areas where we get tripped up in our marriages, where you guys get tripped up in your own relationship. And figuring out the communication component is huge because statistically speaking, if you can figure out the communication standpoint, your marriage has a much greater chance of finding happiness and long-term success. Mm-hmm. So and 
Oh, go ahead. And I was going to say, you can look at that at hezigsshezags.com. It's not a one and done conversation. Nothing in your marriage, none of these big topics are one and done. They, They can't be. You evolve, you change, your desires change, your body changes. I mean, good grief. What we could do in our 20s now that Tony and I are in our 40s is vastly different. And because of that, we have to be in constant contact with one another about what is going on about how he feels about things, about how I feel about things. And we have to create this environment where it's okay for Tony to say, okay, so whose day is it anyway to initiate? And me not to get on the defensive and be like, don't you know what you're talking about? We discussed this seven months ago. Don't you remember? No, just kind of lighthearted. Like, yeah, I've been noticing the last few interviews you've been doing, you're all over the place. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm like, well, in that case, you're initiating all week which very much is what it's felt like to him. But we didn't discover that until we sat down and had the conversation about whose day is it anyway. Right. And so this week, guys, if you're sitting here and you've been nodding your head going, yeah, totally getting you guys. I'm totally tracking with you. Well, then it's time to have a little conversation. It's just, hey, honey, this is not working. This initiating, you know, the days aren't working right. Whatever it may be that you are facing, you need to discuss it together. And don't do it in a way that's harsh or mean or belittling. It's more of in being inquisitive, learning more. The cool thing is, is that you guys are trying new stuff. And the cool thing is, is that when we try new stuff, we grow. And when we grow, we experience joy and happiness. And truly, that is something that Elisa and I have been able to experience today on this show. Just talking to you guys about how we're going back to what we used to do. Which is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday for me. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for her. So go out there. Get your intimacy lifestyle started. It is going to bring so much change enjoy and even challenges but well worth it we love you guys have a fantastic and awesome week